Welcome, listeners, to the captivating world of the Three Men and a Baby Mike podcast. In our unique podcast, we bring together three remarkable individuals. Myself, LJ, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you're catching us. Uh, Next up, bringing up the rear, my boy, Bogsy. Where you at out there, Bogsy? Wow, why, why am I bringing up the rear? Oh, yeah, I realized my mic's way over here. Because you're the tallest. You, you get the best yeah. height, height advantage. Yeah. Oh, for, that's uh, what it is. You All can right. go deeper, I think, too. Yeah, that's pretty much it. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Hit him with the height. <laughs> and you already hear the yeah, other one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You already hear the other one out there. Our our main man, main squeeze night, Jake the Snake. Ayo. Ayo. Ayo, it is. All right, everybody, get ready to laugh, learn, and connect on a deeper level with our hosts as they bring their incredible stories to life. Remember to grab your favorite beverage. Jacob, what do you got tonight? Um, so I am drinking um, my Kraken tonight. You need to um, turn that crap down over there. I did. I turned all the way down. Sorry. Reverb, my bad. Reverb. <laughs> yeah, reverb. Sorry, guys. We are, uh, my bad. We are amateurs doing this, so I had to get the comment yeah. section ready for the um, our it's Facebook page. So. It's just Monday. Today, my other cup was dirty, so I got my Bucky's cup today, so I'm sporting that, so a little bit change of scenery, um, and I am drinking um, Kraken and Mountain Dew. Kraken and Mountain Dew. Almost everything goes with Mountain Dew. I'm sorry. I, you know what, so I'm one of those it's, people. It, this week, it's Mountain Dew Mystery Flavor. They have a case of called Mystery Flavor. You, you know the Mystery Flavor Airheads? Yeah. 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 So me and my wife, first off, a little side tangent, we always argue, is mystery flavor the flavor or are you never supposed to guess it? She says that mystery flavor is actually the name of the flavor. And I think it's just, Ooh, oh, she's listening now. Yeah, she's I think you got to guess it. Oh, is she, she's I, on there? I So she always says mystery flavor is the flavor. And I'm like, no, mystery flavor, mm. you're supposed to guess what it is. So, but yeah. it's Mountain Dew and um, it's mystery flavor and it, I, I don't know what it tastes like, so. But yeah, Mountain Dew and the Kraken. That's what I'm drinking. So. And Bogsy, what do you got tonight? I well, you cracking it open a minute ago. I'm cracking it open. I'll have my background because I had, you know, we're Facebook Live sent to throw throughout my car up there in my company. Uh, mail me. Gosh, see, look at that. See, look, it just disappears. That's crazy. It's another Sweet. Pinot. It's just that same Pinot. I'm I'm basic tonight, guys. <laughs> I like when you say Pinot. Uh, Pinot. Well, it, I'm it's a basic more basic because all I have is water. Water again, you Water. twice in a row with you. Yes, I'm, I'm I'm trying to stay stick to my plan. I'm like I said, I was about three weeks ago, I was about 220, 221. Uh, Sunday morning, I was at 209. So I'm you like, fat ass, heck yeah, I'm still a fat ass at 209. I'm, no, you're not, dude. Yeah, I'm like up. 30% body fat, but you're not fat. Wait, hey, is uh, is uh, LJ not drinking tonight? No, yeah, just yeah, water. That just water. Hey, that's all right, yeah, bro. I'm gonna hey, pass right out if I start drinking. Oh, <laughs> We got our, our drinks wow. out of the way. Hopefully, if any of you are driving and enjoying this, you got something like myself, a little water, maybe a little Mountain Dew minus the mixer. There uh, you go. Grape, yeah. juice. grape juice would be in, in uh, Bogsy's area there. Wow. But uh, wow. Let's let Three Minute Baby Mike podcast wish you away on this captivating audio adventure. Yes, yes, sir. We're this delighted guy. to have you on board. And I'm ready to throw out my uh, fun fact. Which it's not, it's not too crazy fun because I definitely want to just tie in because I, I always think that more times than not I'm going to listen to this when I'm in my car. So I'm, I'm thinking my commute's forty minutes, but did you guys know 
of course they say it's all relative to where you live and uh, what have you, whatever city and, and traffic, but the average commute time for workers in the United States is 27.6 minutes each way. Oh, huh. so almost 30 minutes. I'm a little higher than that. Uh, Jacob, what do you got for a commute time? No, you're, you probably got the shortest. <laughs> that was not funny. You know the, the other one don't even count, but go about ahead. Six minutes. About six, six minutes. minutes on a scooter, right? With a helmet. <laughs> yeah. Watch your scooter. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Damn. And Boggsy, you don't even, well, I mean, guess when you got to go in the office, when you have to go to the office, what's that commute? Um, about the the Keller Williams office. Oh, the Keller Williams. I was trying to count how many stairs are up here. No, Uh, I would say to the Keller Williams. Let's go ahead and count that. Yeah. Yeah. No, when I'm, when I've got to drive the office, it's at least 30, 35 minutes. And I guess we're all about crazy. Yeah. If we average this out, I guess we're right. Right. in that general. But like I said, my, my fun fact, I was trying to find a good saying or, or do fun facts about underwear or toilet paper or, it wouldn't give me a fun fact about pornography. So that's usually where my head is. is uh, that's uh, probably a good thing. Uh, yeah. That's I'm, usually where I'm, I'm dipping. family friendly. But I wanted to, yeah, I definitely wanted to have my, my, my fun topic kind of bring everybody, you know, get that conversation started. But that is the end for me. You guys got anything else before I toss it, toss it off, toss it away? Wait, I'm confused. So your fun facts, you have a 40 minute commute to work? That's, that's uh, my fun, fun fact. fact. There's my no fun, fun there. Fact, yeah, exactly. It's not so fun. No my fun, fun fact oh. was that the average American, the ones that are more likely oh, listening, right? Sorry, twenty-seven point six. Well, mine is forty. You know, his is yeah. 30, 35. Oh. Yours is six, and then you got ghosts. Oh my god! Shake this nigga has to shake his head like Stevie Wonder. Yeah. So my my fun oh, fact, yeah. it wasn't too deep. I was oh, I was really yeah, my bad. thinking about the listeners and uh, letting them. So that's a clip. Relate. Remember that we were at your ghost like clip. Six minutes. I like that. You were like, <laughs> this, my my headphone touched me just right, dude. I thought there was like something crawling on my neck. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. That's what you were doing. Yeah. Oh god. Instead of looking at the camera, I was like, oh, what the fuck is that? So, <laughs> wow. uh, yeah. So that's a clip for tomorrow. Um, I got Bob. You got to teach me how to do that. I'm not, I haven't learned that yet. So I'll have to show you that. Yeah. Um, so go ahead, LJ. Sorry, no, that was it. That was Jake, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure hmm. I always try to keep it short. Okay, sweet. so short, yeah, like yeah Jake, right. take it away. So, Jake the Snake here, guys. So, I am the main topic today. Um, I had a good one planned, but I want to give us a little bit more time to prep for it. Um, so no spoilers, but here in the next few weeks, we got something good. And I'd like to say, I think next week we have something special that Bob is whipping together for us, audience. Mm. So, mm-hmm. stay tuned for that. Um, I think we're gonna try to get it in. I think it's gonna be. Just the best thing ever, and this is going to be the darnest thing, you know, and that's the Easter egg for y'all, okay? So tonight, guys, um, you know, um, I wanted to get a little personal with, you know, childhood again. You know, a lot of, I feel like, um, I feel like a lot of uh, our listeners, I've, I got a notice today from my brother saying, hey, you know, I was listening to the episode about y'all's um, electronics and kids, and I feel like a lot of the audience that we're hitting are dads around our age, raising these kids, right? And... Um, and I th- so this one hit him. So today's topic, I know you already know this, but for the audience is we're going to talk about <laughs> sports, sports and their role in our childhood. And then just in the in 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 the in, in childhood in general, I mean, the good, the bad and the ugly about it. Why is it important for sports for kids to play sports? What role does it play in them as they grow up? Um, I think it is a, 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 a topic that, I, you know, everybody can touch on because everybody plays something right. Some type of sport. So that's our topic today. And um, so before I get us started, um, I want to start off with this. What sports did we play as kids? So um, LJ, 
And I mean, and when I mean sports, it doesn't necessarily have to be the traditional sport. I think LJ, you did something a little bit differently. But what what, what were some sports that you were into as a kid, and how old right, did you so start? So let's see. What what was I probably eight or nine? So from eight or nine to ten, somewhere around there, I played pee wee football. And then from pee wee football, I think it was uh, basketball. I did that from like the age of ten to twelve, I think. Did a little soccer right in between there, and then I did uh, soccer and track in high school, but only just to be sociable. I really didn't carry the way what if I did or not. And right. then from the in between all that, also from the age of about thirteen to nineteen, I I rode dirt bikes in local motocross tracks, just to, like they say, amateur amateur racing. So right. That was okay. that was my whole that was all my sports. Okay, awesome. All right, so I mean a good good variety there for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, and Bogsy, how about you? Um, what sports did you play growing up, and where where did you start? At what age? And yeah, later on. Non traditional was hide my uncle's beer and not get my head knocked off. That was the one. That was a good one. You uh, you uh, worked hard with there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we were real brave on that one. Um, no, no, the. Uh, for me, it was basketball and soccer. I mean, just straight up. I play basketball. I lived and breathed it, and uh, I enjoyed it. And until my accident in 2018, I played it at least once or twice a week. You did. I remember you playing a lot when we first I was in several met. leagues. I yeah. got to play against NBA players. Uh, crazy. Right. We, were, yeah. we were talking about that today at lunch. I just – or at dinner with, with, with our family. Because yeah. they were like, Dad, how many how – many, yeah, you know, NBA superstars have you seen? And we started naming. I'm like, I've seen a lot. I got yeah. CMJ play. Do you guys get CMJ play in person? Uh, Never in person. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, I can't even remember. I have got to see quite a few greats though, but not MJ. Okay, as I say, so I'm the only one that's MJ esque here. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, basketball, soccer. That was pretty much it. Now I play yeah. pickleball. No judgment. <laughs> You know what? Hey, I'm I'm laughing, but I I, I really want to get into it. The gym here is offering it, I'm, so I, I I really just need to get in class. Get it, get it. Um, okay, so cool. All right, so I'll start off uh, with well, I'm the last one to go. So sports for me growing up um, was really big in the family. Um, all my one of five boys, we all played something. Um, the biggest one that had the most impact in the beginning of my life was uh, uh, swimming. I grew up in San Antonio. I lived in Misty Oaks, and we had a neighborhood brick pool. That we would spend, I'm talking guys, summertime, we spent, actually I don't want to go too deep in that because that's that's part of my story. So um, I did uh, competitive um, swimming all up until probably from first or second grade till eighth the, grade. Shut the front door. Grade. I didn't know you did that. Yeah, competitive swimming. And I, I um, swim too. That's crazy. I didn't know My mom, well, somewhere in the closet in my house, I have, she was proud of us all. And one year we had, um, they came and did photos and they had the swimsuit uh uh, 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 Sports Illustrated people come out, oh, yeah. but you know, well, they, but they had us in speedos and muskiny asses up there like this, all tense. Oh, I gotta see this. Oh, oh now we gotta says, see uh, it. Yeah, it we says, gotta uh, see that. Sports Illustrated, you know, uh, That's a bus. uh Misty Oak Manta Rays, you know, number one swimmer. But everyone's picture said that, right? But like, um, so I have that somewhere. So I will, I promise, I yeah, will find it. You gotta it. get that. Um, Mama young Liddell, Buck. come on. I think uh, Jake, up with it. Jake was probably eight or nine in that photo, so um, pretty nice. hilarious. So I did that. Uh, moving on to um, middle school, I started playing football, started playing basketball. 
um, and did track and field, did a lot of uh, the hurdles, um, long jump. Um, I, I was very quick. I was not a long runner back then. Now I'm a long runner. I'm not very quick. Um, <laughs> so back then, um, so I did the, the 400 meter dash, 200 meter dash, stuff like that. And then high school, I just did um, football and golf. I, I tried to play basketball, but once I got to high school, I cannot dribble with my left hand. I'm right-handed. I, I went to practices. I got some private lessons on the side. I was never coordinated enough to do my left hand. So come high school, they're like, sorry, man. I have a, <laughs> I'm a pretty decent defender, and I got a pretty decent shot, but I cannot dribble with my left hand. So, um, And I did track in high school, too. So that's kind of my role. So, Damn. Um, He's tried them all, folks. He's yeah. tried them all. <laughs> So I was very into sports. Now I want to say I was a I was a dodo head in high school, and sports were not my number one priority. But Ooh, what was you know, what was uh, women and um, illicit Ooh. activities? <laughs> oh yeah, there we go. Mainly That's... my wife, if she's still listening, she was part of the problem. So uh, oh, you're no way, oh, not Jill. No way, oh yeah, Jill's oh, never yeah. a problem. Oh, yeah. <sighs> okay, so we started with LJ Fresco Boxing. Okay, so Boxing. Um, you got two boys. Well, y'all, well, y'all, everybody, well, you and LJ both have boys, but let's talk about first off. But actually, before we go, our kids. So, what does that impact? What does sports have for you as a kid? I mean, how do I mean, did it, did it do you better or worse, do you think? I mean, explain it. How, what do you, what, what effects did sports as, as a child and a young adult have on you? I mean, uh, oh, is this for me? I don't know. Yeah, that's for you, Bob. Oh, okay. Okay. You yeah. all dubs. I mean, guys, sports are great. You know, I mean, individual sports are good because it teaches you confidence, teaches you self-independence, some, uh, you know, discipline, uh, determination, all that. And then on team sports, it's great because obviously it teaches you how to play as a team. There is no I on team. There is an M M and an E. Yes, Kobe. We are, we knew we, we heard that. <laughs> uh, I was so thinking that. Yeah. See, I was always thinking that Kobe sore, yeah. but so yeah, I mean, in my opinion, sports were absolutely crucial. Uh, and and I was very basic. I I said I played just soccer and basketball. But, yeah, same with Steve. I mean, I never swam competitive, but we did that. Um, track and field. I did run track and field. I lettered in track and field. Forgot about that. Um, so, yeah, I think sports are important because not only does it keep you in shape, it takes care of your body, but also gets you camaraderie with others that are out there and you learn healthy competitiveness. And healthy losing, uh, being a good winner or a, a good loser. Uh, that's what a lot of kids don't know. What that is. Everybody's got to get a trophy nowadays. That's not the way it should be. Good so, sportsmanship. Good, and good part sportsmanship. of good sportsmanship is losing and being a good sport about it. Yep. So, um, okay. Um, so let me ask you this. Do you think um, – so one of the things I was trying to, trying to hit at, and it was also getting to a mind topic when I'm talking, but do you feel like sports was an outlet that maybe helped you stay out of trouble maybe? Oh, I see where you're going. No, because I'm going to ask you that same question here. <laughs> well, that, that, that's part of, it's part of mine, but yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just curious. I mean, so what is your thoughts? Because, you know, a lot of – I feel like a lot of inner city people, and I hate to say it like that, but in a lot of inner city oh. communities, if 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 sports were prioritized a little bit more, I feel like it definitely could help. Um, I – Yeah. So yeah. That, but yeah. So go ahead. Put that. Inner city. I grew up in Anderson, Indiana, uh, home of the wigwam. Yeah. Um, the what? The, the wigwam. Uh, the wigwam was the second largest high school gym in the country at the time. We wow. sat about 8,700 people at a basketball game. So when you played on the varsity and you filled that bitch up, I mean, you're talking like that. That's like, you felt like you're in the NBA. That was crazy. So, um, but anyway, getting to that, 
Yeah, I knew a lot of my buddies that were really good at basketball. And then as soon as high school ended, they got in, in some trouble, gang issues, drug issues. Uh, a couple of them got shot and killed. Uh, a couple of them went to prison. So, yeah, I said it kept them out of trouble, but then they were in it right back in it. And right. uh, that's why I think Anderson was a shithole, but uh, it, it's it's what I got to say. And Still is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's right, because yeah, LJ's he's not too far yeah. from there, so he knows it. So, nope. anyway. Okay. I'm just so okay. So yeah, that's why I was curious. So what's your thoughts on it? So LJ, um, so the first question to you. Let me pose it to you. So, um, sports. I mean, what 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 effect did you have in you as a childhood? Was it super important? Not as important? Um, did it save your life at some point? Maybe. I think as a kid, it was definitely good for me. And you can guys can still talk to it now. It's like I'm still a very quiet person. It takes a while for me to get. I'm not this social butterfly, but sports helped me be more social as a kid and build more relationships. So like, like I said, and I didn't exactly keep with it because once you got into dirt biking, you're kind of like, it's everybody for themselves. It's kind of like a one, one versus everyone kind of, kind of sport. Mm-hmm. And, but the other sports, you know, like I said, it really helped me social socially. And then when it comes to when I was playing peewee football and soccer and of course my dad was always making sure he's involved but when it's peewee football and soccer my dad was my coach yeah so you got that also plays into everything oh, cool. i i am right now is like my, my father son bond that i have my dad is just pretty much everything it means everything to me so i wouldn't say he was the best coach um he was one of the one of those uh you'd always see the negative you know so uh, for the for the coaches out there, it's making sure you're all that positive, positive reinforcement and giving them, you know, encouragement. Yeah. Okay. So you're hitting on some things right there that I want to save the end. Um, the, the, save the end. Hey, you run with it, bro. Just go with no, it. No, 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 no. Um, but talking about your your dad coaching you. So um, remember that. Don't let me forget that. I can, let me write that. Yep. Uh, all right, listener. Keep that in mind. Um, dad coaching. Okay. Okay. So me, um, so same question to myself, Jacob, no, don't you kidding. <laughs> um, Jacob. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, so for me, I can tell you, um, so the reason I asked you about it mainly is, you know, as a kid, I have ADHD. I'm very hyper. I was all over the place and sports for me. I know that my parents put me in it because they needed me to get the fuck out of the house and get some energy out. So, um, 100%, that was me to get my energy out and it worked because so part of the thing I was going to get to earlier is that we lived in Misty Oaks, San Antonio, and um, we had a neighborhood pool. It, we got there, I think our, our swimming practice during the summertime started at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. We had practice for two hours. The pool opened at 12 for everybody else. So then I would run home after practice, eat some lunch, and we would swim all day. I wouldn't. This is back in the old days, early 90s. I wouldn't see my parents all day, but they knew we were okay, and I just bit the pool. And um, so I got my energy out. So I know that for me, the biggest thing in my younger days was really just to get out. And also to, um, you know, not to die my family out, but we were loving but dysfunctional loving, right? So it was another way for me to meet people like um, LJ was saying and kind of converse with them and meet people that are like-minded and maybe going through some things. And that's how I learned how to communicate a little bit better with myself and with other people. Um, now, I know once I started getting to high school, that's when sports – even though I knew it, I didn't listen to my better judgment at the time. Sports was, it kept me out of trouble just enough, but I wish I would have focused on it more in high school. But 
sports was that thing that was keeping me out of trouble for the most part. I still got in trouble, but it could have been a lot worse. And I, I had that little glimpse of, oh, I got football practice or I got basketball or whatever it is or golf. Or, and so that was my little glimpse to keep me on track. So I think sports is very important. I know I said interstate earlier, and I want to correct myself just in general. People that are struggling, kids that are struggling with hanging around the wrong people in the wrong place at the wrong time, I feel like sports can solve that. Um, because you have someone to give you, not only does it give you um, something, an outlet to get your whatever it is out, but it also gives you a sense of responsibility. And that's one thing I love about the military, not to get dive off and to digress. But, you know, one thing I learned in the military and I didn't learn when I was playing a team sport. And I think, Boz, you kind of hit on this, is that my actions don't just affect me no more. And that's what I like about sports, especially in high school days, right? Because especially in a team sport, football, basketball, whatever it is, baseball, you know, if you're a player, so your team is relying on, so if you get in trouble or locked up or whatever it is, or, you know, that that could have adverse actions for your team. So um, so that's what I was trying to get out earlier. I didn't want to say inner city because really I didn't live in the inner city. I live in the outer city. I live in the suburbs of Houston and San Antonio. So I didn't have that same issue. But oh, you mean trying to? Are you trying to act hard when you weren't hard? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I was definitely acting hard. I was a poser for sure. But you know what? I didn't try to act gangster. I did act cool and hard. But like we weren't like like thugging or anything like yeah, that. I was, I was, I was never it's like the dudes on Eight Mile. <laughs> calls them out at the end. Yeah, guys, I had a no. hook tee. I was man. You would never want to see me in the parking lot. I jack you up, bro. Yeah, we were never thugging. I would say so. Okay, um, so that kind of hits on that. So the last question I asked, I'm going to ask to you guys before we move on to our children is, so tell me about, um, I'm going to start with, who I start with last? LJ, you're going to go first this time. Damn. Yeah. So tell me about a coach or maybe a certain life lesson you learned in, in your childhood, all up to young adults, so I'd say 18, 19, and that relate to sports that really, that you, it still pops in your head today. Like, oh, you know what? That was a life lesson I learned. Or a very fond memory, maybe that 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 helps you decide on choices today. Maybe I don't think I got too many fond. Well, I wouldn't say it's a fond memory, but one time on track, I I forgot to change my underwear for the. You know, they had you wear those little bitty shorts. <laughs> yeah, and I had boxers on, so they were kind of hanging out the bottom, and then I was uh, worried about my fucking pecker plopping out the bottom and shit. And oh, come on, in like what long. the. What the fuck are you doing wearing <laughs> boxers to the fucking track? Oh, <laughs> you you got a track event. Come, Why? <laughs> Come anyways, on, he's coming out of your there, boxers. There's a funny, fond memory. That's pretty uh, good. But those were the short shorts. It's not easy to hang out. It's not oh. hard to hang out the bottom. Come on. No, yeah. no, no. Oh, out of the shorts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so a, they were the loose okay. boxers too. So oh, there's yeah. my, I wouldn't say it's a fond mini memory, but that's when I remember my dad's like, what the fuck are you doing? All right. Do you have, um, do you have a favorite coach that maybe last gave you a lasting impression for life or something? No. Well, I mean, like I said, my dad was my coach for, for my, for most of my memories of the, the other coaches, I wouldn't say were too, um, impactful. But the one, yeah. and I'm sure everybody hears this, but my dad's, you know, you you, you don't, you started something, you don't quit. You, yeah. you started it, you finish it. And like you were just bringing up mm. girls cheerleading. He's like, nope, we've already started this. Guess what? You're going to finish it. Yeah, so, and that's exactly. something, you know, something I know I, I work into everything I do every single day. You know, I, I started it, I'm going to finish it. Right. Like maybe discipline the kids, you know, hey, I, I come in, I started this shit, I'm going to finish it. Oh, exactly. That's good to hear, okay. though. That's good. 
Bogsy, late on me. Um, a fond memory, maybe a coach that had a lasting impression on you. Something, give me something, brother. Man, I'm feeling like we or, need to live this one up. We get, or, a, or a funny memory, maybe. I mean, I mean, you know, we 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 don't want the listener to actually enjoy listening to. It. Like, we got to make, we got to get back to all three of us. I don't know what it is. We're talking about no oh. fun facts to start. You know. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, late on, uh, bro. What you got? Yeah, we're, we got. No, hey, I mean, we, this guy got his pecker hanging out. So I mean, <laughs> what yeah, else? beat how, that. How you top that. I mean, uh, yeah. No, me and my wife's over here tempting me with it. Oh. Uh, fucking oatmeal cream cup. Hey, I'm on, I'm on the live on there. That's how what you have to come. She's tempting me with the oatmeal cream. No, because I'm going to say something good. Like, oh, she already tempted me that earlier. But, um, you know, look with with the whole coaching thing, and everything. I, I guess I I like what John's dad said because he said, you know, uh, if you're going to start something, you better not, you know, quit, right? And uh, I wish I would have heard that a little bit more. Like, I never quit. I never gave up. But I did give up on myself, and there's a difference. I knew that when I got cut in my junior high team because I was playing in the same league as the elites. And when I say the elites, like this is like the team where we were synced to the nation. So I, I didn't have, you know, I came from a Christian school playing as the top dog scoring 25, 30 points a game, public, private Christian school, and then in freshman. I, I'm going in with guys that like alley oop and Duncan and throwing, you know, oops from the half court line and shit. You know? Oh yeah. No, I mean, it was just a whole different world. So I was quickly getting swallowed up and I listened to a lot of people that thought they were helping me. Like, you know, if it's, if you're not getting playing time, then screw your coach, you know, and, and I'm hearing that everywhere right now. Right. Like, Oh man, you know, if, if coach ain't playing you, then he he's just shitty coach, you know. He's just got his favorites, you know. You need to give up, you know. And I'm hearing that more and more. And I, I wish, I wish that wasn't the case, but I don't know if it is or not. Like I know for me, yeah. everybody said I wasn't a favorite, and I knew it wasn't fair. But it's because I wasn't as good as everybody else. Like I could shoot, and I could really pass, but I wasn't as athletic as some of these guys, right? So had I pushed myself, fucking harder, heart and soul, heart and soul can can win me that spot too, though. But but that was the problem. I when I had heart and soul, boy, I get in there, and I got all heart and soul, but I was. This is why I was telling my boys now I was so intimidated when I was in high school because I, I came from being this big fish in this small pond to this very, very little fish in a gigantic pond, right? right. And I let myself in here think I'm not worthy of playing at this level, and I, I, I didn't push myself. So I know there was guys that played and actually had, you know, uh, I wouldn't say I was good as a starter, but I knew I could have been had I pushed on it. And I just always was like, no, nah, I'm not that good. You know, I'll, ju I'll just go somewhere else. And well, my boys have this. done the same thing. You and your boys are very fucking tall. I mean, yeah. um, so, I mean, I mean did, uh, you had the advantage, right? How long, how long have you been tall? Bro, I was – I mean, it's funny. Me and Brandon talk about this tonight. I was literally this height at 16 and never got any, any taller. So, everybody's like, oh, boys grow up to 21. Nah, not me. I was a six for four at 16 and I weighed a whopping like 145 pounds. Oh so my God. when I was a senior, I walked weighed a whopping 175 uh, and that was me soaking wet. And I was working at a gym all the time and I, I'll how never forget. You, how much do you know? LJ, you know, he threw me out some weight games. So I guess, okay, no, I'm, I actually measured, I weighed myself today. I was at 229 today at the gym. So you know, I put on you know, over six four up to like I'm not a yeah. doctor, but I play this pretty good. It's not too bad, but again, yeah. I mean, I still stay in I'm shape. only 5'11", 209. 
See, that's not too bad, right? When now. I was when I was a senior, I was you know five eleven. I was one eighty five. Damn. Yep. See, when that's I crazy. was a senior, I was one, five nine and one thirty five. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> wow. Wow. Damn. Now I'm uh, thirty three and I'm five nine and one. 90 185 the, the, the army would, yeah, would the not army. say that yeah yeah yeah, yeah but actually when i came into the army they um i went to meps and i was 138 pounds they're like hey look they're they like your minimum is 145 so wow. you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta leave and come back in a week and gain seven pounds so i went home with jill and i was fucking putting butter and everything i ate fast food like four times a day um i was eating so no much fat and I got back, and I only gained like six pounds. I needed seven, so they just gave me the last one. But yeah, I was too annoying, man. They're like, no, nah, man, this ain't this. You know, that's not how that works. So that's crazy. <laughs> you had um, to gain weight to get the army after everything yeah. else you had to do. You know, yeah. On top of other things. On top of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so LJ, uh, or I'm sorry, not LJ. Let me, because Steve, you brought it up, and I know you want to interview. So you, you're saying it. Sports kept you out of trouble, and not as much as it should have. But yep. it kept you out of trouble. Um, who's your favorite coach that you really uh, left an impact oh, on you? Yeah, so I'm glad you brought it up because I was about the same subject. So, yeah, so um, I so I, I just asked, right? So, yes, we need to keep this live. So I did have a coach. Um, I got two. I got, I got a good funny story. I got two. But let me start with the first one. So Coach Nichols, he was my history teacher um, at Clements High School, and he was also my coach. Um, also, fun fact for the audience, I went to high school my freshman through junior year with Derek Carr. He was my oh, quarterback, yeah. varsity quarterback, so we played football together. Um, when we were there, his older brother, David Carr, was the um, um, the uh, starting quarterback for the Houston Texans, and so him and his whole family and his brother and his mom and dad moved down to Houston, and we lived in Sugar Land and went to Clements, and so I got to play with him um, freshman and sophomore year. Um, Where uh, is David at nowadays? What, oh, dude, what team is he with? I thought – Oh, he's not in New Orleans. Davis? Oh, he's not. Oh, no, I got oh, oh, Derek. 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 Carr is, okay, yeah, Derek. The Saints. I was like, David's right. played Yeah, years. Derek's for New Orleans. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, yeah, Derek is with New Orleans. Yeah, uh, but he got hurt, so he's actually out. Um, That's right. He, he actually, another fun fact, he slept with my girlfriend. So um, I'm, not <laughs> really, I'm not really cool with the guy anymore. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> we're both up in the same coochie. You should be like yelled at no, in a crowd. I was up it? in it, and he, he took something that belonged to him. So. Oh, um, I digress though. Oh, he stole. Um, oh. Yeah, sounds like a fair trade though. Well, no, I broke up with Ratha though. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like no, that's not going to work for me. But he was a star quarterback. That was uh, sophomore year, so it's like, all right, I get it, dude. Like, you're not a fan of Derek Carr. Uh, Got it. Uh, well, I like the guy, but I mean, <laughs> I mean if you call, oh, don't me, don't hold if you call me to hang out, I'd be like, uh, you know. But I would passively, aggressively, oh. bring it up after we had a couple drinks together. But like, hey, man, you know. Oh man, he's like, what bitch? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't remember. I would, uh, yeah, I would pass the aggressive. <laughs> he probably doesn't. Yeah, it was like, um, that was 8,000 ages. And ironically, the person, never mind. I'm not going to die. That person just, oh. yeah, never mind. I, yeah, it's, it's, oh, we're all on Facebook together. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, uh, she just recently <laughs> got married. And um, wait, what's yeah, it? <laughs> with us? No, I digress. Oh. Yeah, let's not go there. Come on. Um, good friend of mine now. We, we worked it out after yeah, that. So. That'll get our membership views way the fuck up. We want to find out who this girl is. <sighs> Um, tramp. So where was I? See, like, <laughs> oh man! Come on, man! It's a joke, guys. Come, come on! on. <laughs> Technically, that's kind of gross because you're talking about a 17 year old girl. So, well, I guess she's not 17 no more. But yeah, she's not she 17, ain't 17 no more. 
Holy the shit. Mem- the what, memory is What is going on right now? Um, I digress. What was I talking about? You set me up. Yeah. Um, Your coach. Oh, yeah. Coach Nichols. So really good. So, so in his sophomore year, started fucking around. He was also my main um, track coach. He was the lead track coach. He was the assistant football coach, I believe, or something like that. He wasn't like fully involved in the football. He was, but like he wasn't the head coach. But, um, you know, and I sophomore year, he noticed my grades were slipping in history. Um, uh, I was messing around doing things I shouldn't. Got busted a couple times on at, on, uh, at the school for some things. And uh, he pulled me aside, and it was just he gave me a good stern talking to. And it was something that you would expect to get from a parent, but I got from a coach, which you don't. I don't feel like you see that much these days. Uh, sometimes you might, but yeah, might. they're, they're yeah. be careful. You gotta be the careful these days, right? Shit, but this yeah. guy put me in my place compassionately, but hard, right? And, um, no homo. And, um, <laughs> I had to say it. I just, just in case we had some listeners Bitch, out I there. was drinking wine when you said that. You <laughs> about spit it all Water over brother the place, before you yeah. say that shit. No, no. So, um, compassionately, but, and you know what? And I remember that. And, you know, I, I got a little bit better after, not a lot better. And then my junior year kind of completely fell off, but, um, his words still stick to me, and I, 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 when I'm a coach today, that's what kind of my segue into the next topic. But I, I try to bring that type of level of confidence, honesty, and realism to my coaching. Um, what was so, his words? Um, you know, don't be a fucking idiot. You're throwing your whole oh, life away. Oh yeah, I mean, but it, you can't talk to your kids like that today's right. But like, I mean, it was just he, he, he. That's pretty. He didn't shit. be around the bush. He talked to me like a parent talk to you or like my parents would talk to me the same way but it was just nice to get so i knew my mom and dad loved me i don't want to get too somber but like we don't communicate love very well my side of the family and it was just nice to know that there was someone else out there besides my parents that cared for me i knew my parents loved me that's not what i'm trying to get at but it was just cool and unique and and scary because this is a big mexican dude i mean um big old dude um and put you in a place real quick. I think he was like six four, like two hundred and ninety pounds. So big motherfucker. Um and uh it was just really neat and compassionate and nice to see like that's one else feel for like, you know, looking out for you. Yeah. Um so that's where I go with that. So um, it's a, it's not a sign of respect though. And uh yeah, too many kids need that and and there's too many adults right now that are worried about saying the wrong thing and then not being a good role model for these kids. Right. That's the problem. Exactly. So he was a good role model for him. That's good. He was. He was. And um, yeah. Um, okay. So let's move on to the next subject. So my next question is sports with kids. All right. So before I get to my thing and my little tangent, um, let's no. start with Boxy. No, no, no. Go ahead, Boxy. Talk no, to I just got to say, I got to get, get this out there so the audience knows. What's up? Fun fact I coach against David Robinson at a basketball game. Ah, okay. There you go. And that I beat him fact. with yeah, a kid. Time. In fifth grade, that was like six foot, and I played him all down low. And David comes up to me after the game, was like, "Man, I really like how you use that big tall kid, you know." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. against your own team." I, I so, bet he would like how he, you know, it was awesome, uh, the admiral, you know. Yeah, yeah I'm telling yeah. you, like, that crazy. Anyway, so I, I just say that. So about the admiral kids. right there. There you go. Look at the admiral and Timmy. Yeah. That's Timmy. Oh, that's a good photo. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we we've, we've had some pretty good runs with the Spurs and some legends legend on here. So you're talking about. With yeah. Kids. So what? So what? What sports do you have your kids? Do you ha- and have you seen it? Um, have you seen it have an impact on their on their lives so far? No. No pass. I'll pass this. LJ. 
I mean, do I sound disappointed? I was like, well, I was like damn. <laughs> well, no, I mean, yeah, we talked about it. I asked Aiden or Brandon tonight. He's a senior in high school. I said, dude, does it does it make you upset or do you feel any do you feel bad that you didn't ever play basketball in high school and you never even was on the team? And he's like, No. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, Well, I wish as a parent I would have been able to see you and been in the audience and being supportive and uh, yelling your name and stuff. But uh, I mean, I guess if that's not what he wanted, he didn't want it. So, but a lot of these kids, like Brandon has a really good friend of his. That's really good. Like really good at basketball, but supposedly he, he doesn't get a lot of playing time because he's not tall, you know? And I'm like, well, I mean, you know, it is what it is, but I, I don't get that, but he's really good at three pointers. So yeah. I mean, my kids don't play right now. Uh, Aiden played basketball with the YMCA, and I I was I was a assistant coach. So, you know what? That's the second time Stevo has pulled the parachute and pulled away from us. This is going on a lot more. I've noticed this, right? Sorry, I had to get a, a small I, bladder. I, I, well, no, I, had to, I get a I get a drink refill, man. No, so no, what it tells me is he gives me a he gives me a th- freaking. He answered me a question, and then he knows he can leave because I'm yeah. long-winded. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, 100%. Man. Okay. Yeah, I'm now, out. Yeah, I'm now, low-key, that mind. is my thought process, but okay. I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you would yeah. notice that, but yeah, I'm like. Bitches, I'm out. Right here. Between the two, who do I have more time to refill yeah. my drink with? I'm, I'm uh, going to go get a refill It won't be now. me. <laughs> y'all, y'all run this rest of the podcast. <laughs> I'm so, I'll segue. I know you. Go you ahead. Go ahead. So, my boys, let's see. Logan has played soccer, flag football. And I think that's it. And then Luke and Liam have done baseball, but you know, a lot of it, you know, we live out here, our schedules get in the way and we haven't been able to coordinate. They, uh, the two younger two have liked sports a lot more. They enjoyed baseball, but they weren't like all about it, but I guess it's like it, it, they needed me to be more involved for them to be really into it so i take a lot of that to blame i'm really really trying to get him into basketball i'm hoping logan probably spurred up here within the next couple months but uh you know like like our our communication our talk with about electronics you know they're so entertained with everything else and you know we got dirt bikes and four-wheelers the hell they want to bounce a ball around for Yeah, which I don't yep. play. I mean, I love, I love playing with some wheels. You, you mean know? I gotta so do this myself? I gotta bounce this myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I get it. It's it's an easy just to twist the throttle or hit, you know, hit the thumb throttle and just crash and break stuff and have dad pay <laughs> for it and you know. But uh, yeah, that's that's the, the extent of my kids' sports. And okay. I, I I know they're missing out though, and it it, it kind of it does make me sad. Yeah, it makes me. Yeah, uh, LJ, same, same with me. It makes me sad. So that's one thing that my wife said to me that was pretty gangster. Because you know, I told her all the things I did. She goes, "Oh, but look at you! You're not playing in the NBA now. So what was it? What did it matter? <laughs> you know, and it's all those things matter. you did learn. Yeah, but I'm so, look at the difference. You know, I'm not saying that you got bad kids, but look at the difference between how you do some things and then how your kids do some things, right? Well, yeah, and, 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 and the difference is, like, and my kids, if anything gets hard, they give up. And nowadays, I'm seeing that more and more because they'd be like, hey, dad, if I'm really good on TikTok, I'm going to do, I'm going to dance a little bit and do some music. All these guys make money out, right? Like, the, it, everybody makes it look so easy because they go online. So it's all video mm-hmm. games. 
it's all tech again. And we've hit that already on this podcast. And too many times, like I'll never forget, like going to Steve Alford basketball camp. And uh, I went, yeah, dude, all the basketball camps, man, we had made so many friends and we, we didn't even have AC. We were playing games until we freaking had no more to give. And we would do like up and downs. I mean, at a basketball camp, we're all doing conditioning and, and, and nobody's bitching. Everybody's just doing it because they knew the better condition we were, the better players we were going to be. And we all got excited about it. Now I guarantee you can't get away with that shit. Cause then you got parents saying, well, why are you making these kids run? How come they just don't play the game? Right. You got parents. will be fun. And- right. Yeah. These kids aren't having any fun. And I'm like, dude, sometimes it's not fun when you got to break down your body and build it back up, but that's what it takes to get better. Exactly. I, I think we're yeah. losing. I don't know. You know, it's funny. I wonder, you know, I, I saw uh, a Vietnam vet the other day and he's probably looking at me like, you spoiled sons of bitches. You have no idea what we did for your country, right? To, to give you this freedom that you've got. And I'm looking at it the same way. And my kids now, like, you sons spoiled sons of bitches. Yeah. So I guess, is that what it is? It's just all generational thing. That's how it goes. We're always going to look down on the next generation. Um, wow. Yes, because yes, I will. This is another conversation for another day. But I would say their problems were their problems, and we have gotten past to where their problems were no longer our problems. But now we have our own problems that they don't understand, and that's why we think, oh, you know. But we like for instance. Well, let me let me give you an example. We weren't big on tech back in the day. Even when I had a PlayStation and an Xbox and all stuff back in the day. We still would go outside. When I used to get at grounded as a kid, even with a PlayStation 2 and an Xbox, we got grounded inside. I was still allowed to play Xbox, though. My parents never took that away from us because we were never honed on to it, right? It was a fun thing mm-hmm. at nighttime, but we chose to be outside. Nowadays, you know, online, then. You know? Nowadays, you well, we had a little bit. Yeah, but, but nowadays, that's true. That's but nowadays that's true. You, you ground your kids, you ground them. I, shit, I, t- I keep my kids outside. You ground it, go outside, do fucking do something. You know? But... Then what you have to worry about now is online bullying and keeping up with the masses now that advertisement is more readily available. Kids are asking, for instance, the other day, we're about to digress real quick, but the other day my kid said, we have not let my kids see Barbie yet. And Bridget has told us that she is the only girl in her class that has not seen it. And they're making fun of her for it. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, babe, that's happening. But, wow. you know, I, I have to watch it, which I haven't had a chance yet, and I'm not really – you know, but it's just, but because of the way that the world is communicating these days, things like that are, are important. Everybody's more, that's what I'm saying. So now you have like cyberbullying and stuff where we didn't have that back in the day. So that's where I digress with that. But that's another conversation for another day. Mm-hmm. We already kind of had it, but um, yeah. Um, well, we got, got your questions answered, right? Yes, you did. <laughs> um, so I will be the first one to tell you. So one thing I know, I, and my wife is more spearheadedness than anybody, but my kids are, are, are in business sports for a hot minute. So they do competitive cheerleading and my youngest is now in soccer and the competitive cheerleading. Oh my God. All right. They are seven and six. And I feel like I'm rooting for damn college team. The way that these coaches and the team uh-huh. are taking this, it's serious. I'm forking out thousands of dollars a year for this stuff. Wow. But you know what? Um, my kids love it. They do it. They're doing it all the time. Y'all see my kids all the time. Oh, Boxy, LJ, I did my cartwheel today, and I did my oh, back yeah. over my back handspring, and um, they're only seven and six, man. So, but I do mm. notice that already from a get go, it's teaching them. Like I said, once again, my kids are already learning that 
you made a commitment. So your mistakes, like Bridget recently fractured her wrist, and her team couldn't do their full routine because they're practicing this last week because she's part of the routine and she has a fractured wrist, so she couldn't do the same steps. And she goes, she kind of mentioned that to me. Well, you know, I, we're not—they're not doing everything that they usually do because my wrist is hurt. I was like, well, yeah, baby, that's something to show you. Like, you're this is not your fault. Well, I mean, what it was her fault, but like, it's like. You did uh-huh. something, and like your actions caused a reaction, but with your teammates. So, like, and, I, and, I, and I try to explain to her, like, good or bad, some team sports things that you do affect other people, just like in yep. regular life. Yeah, you know, um, everything you do, you know, so, you think you're. So, I think it's good that my kids are learning that from the get go. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. That 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 topic. So here's what my I want to know, guys, before we end it. I know I'm hijacking your post since I talk so much. <clears throat> So <laughs> I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drop. Oh. No, seriously, I want to know from you too. Uh, when you're playing competitive sports, is there a memory where you saved the team or you were the hero, or what was your big shot, big moment that you remember? Come on, let, let me hear that. Uh Steve was already shaking his head, so he doesn't, but he can't talk because he's stuffing himself. LJ. What you got? I think I finally caught a, a bounce pass. I was like too slow to move down to the other end of the quarter or something like that. So I was already down at the other end and, and they threw it all the way back down. Now I was just sitting there right underneath it and boop, I made two points. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Wait, how, what, what, what grade was this high school? Uh, no, 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 no. no, no I was probably, uh, I don't know, 11, 10 or 11 okay. years old, something uh, like that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right, so I will uh, I will tie mine back to eighth grade, man. And um, so eighth grade, I was still too small. Um, so I was on the B team. I was so close to making an A team. And the A team, so I'm, I was a defensive player in football, though. Um, that was my sport. I like football, but I was very good at defensive playing. I was quick. I was fast. But I was smaller. Um, and so the star cornerback for the game we were playing, we were playing Brennan High or Brennan Middle School. And they said, uh, hey, the guy got hurt. We're pulling you up to 18, and you got to guard this one guy. And there's their best receiver, wide receiver, because you're the quickest and he's the tallest. I was 5'9", or no, 5'7", maybe 5'6", at the time. This guy was like 5'11", maybe 6 foot. But I was the quickest person they could pull up to get to that position that's been playing at the nose because A A team and B team A grade played the same, same, same plays, but, you know, just different teams. And I was like, what the fuck? So I got called up to the big leagues, what I remember, you know, in my mind. I'm like, oh, they called me up to the 18. And actually, I got to stay on the team afterwards. But they called me up. And I remember the first time. So I guard the guy all night, shut him down all night. I mean, just kept on guarding him. But I, the first time I hit him, he's coming up. He's running the post. And I'm, I'm dropping back, dropping back, dropping back. And he posts to the right. And I start hitting him. And I'm like, man, this and I, the first thing I posted, I was like, this guy's fucking tall. And I'm like, this is going to hurt. And he jumps up and catches it. As soon as he gets it, man, I wrap around him, and we go down on the floor, and I hit my head, my shoulder, and it knocks me out a little bit. And I remember thinking, "Damn, that hurt!" Just like I thought it was, you know, like uh, I did it. And I pretty much shut him down the whole game. And after that game, they kept me on eighteen. The rest that was like the second or third game. Wait, so he, he caught it though? He, yeah, he caught it, but I got uh, him down though. Like I mean, but I, so you know, I no got first it. So, open field uh, tackle. Nope. Yeah, open field tackle, but like I mean, I I did my job in the rest of the game. I I got him. I got lots of defensive blocks. Um, and I just remember that game. Um, I was at uh, Dwight D Eisenhower High School in San Antonio, Texas, off of Blanco Road, 
And um, well, Damn. you know, and I remember that. But I remember that was a game. I got called up. And like, hey, coach, coach pulled me over and hey, man, this is your time to shine. And you got it. And then like right before the game is like because it was the day prior. It's like, by the way, this guy's like six foot. I'm like, the fuck? I was like, can you see how big I am? <laughs> and every time I hit him, it hurt because he was so big and heavy. And I was skinny, but I was quick and I could keep up with him because he was fast too. Um, but he was like six foot tall. So that's my memory of uh, keeping up and all the good stuff. That's badass. I like it. LJ's is basketball. Yours is football. Uh, I got to ask you guys, LJ would get this. In the NBA, who is the most clutch shooter you would ever want to have a ball Besides Michael Jordan in the end of the game. Robert Ory. Reggie Miller. Robert, there you go. Algie's got the right answer. Robert Ory just got lucky as shit. He got some crazy ass. Okay, but you say, but you say you say clutch. Man, I no. mean, Ooh, think about it. Between baby. the Rockets, Rockets the Spurs, and, and the Lakers. All right, three. He had multiple games where he was clutch. Wide open. Him. No, I know. I'm not knocking. I'm not rocking. Okay, you but know what? I'm but saying Reggie Miller's good. Reggie. And Steve Kerr was another good one. I say clutch. When, so. But you want to talk about Mr. Clutch? Look it up. If I think I think it's even factual. If you look it up, Reggie Miller is the second highest clutch shooter in the NBA. Like, I mean, because you could say Ray Allen, you could say all these guys, right? I mean, Ray Allen when he killed us with the Spurs. Ray dude, Allen was very good. Now. Oh my gosh! Like, anyway, so. Uh, Reggie was my boy. I, I I wanted to be just like Reggie. And I was this tall, white, skinny dude. So I thought I was like, you know, I'm just like Reggie, right? But I was always getting plays. In my eighth grade, we were down by three in a tournament. And uh, they drew up the ball. And and talk about coaches, my coach, Larry Brown. Actually, it's funny. His name was Larry Brown. Or what, oh, maybe it was. Oh, yeah. yeah, but it was Brown. I remember that. I want to say it was Larry, too. Anyway, he drew the play for me. And I had to come off two strains. And as soon as I got a little bit of moment of daylight, boom, I was just like Reggie. So I was off the ball. I was running off the screens. Boom, they got it. Two guys coming at me because they knew it was coming to me because I think I scored like 20-some that game. And I still freaking nothing to the net, you know, and uh, sent us into overtime at least. We ended up losing the game. But that was one of my favorite clutch shots because it was a big game. And, and uh, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, anyway, so that was that was me. So, Hell yeah, brother. We had a good time. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. What I'll say before I end my topic is that, you know, I think sports will play a role. Guys, look out. Talk to your kids. Get them in something. Whatever it is. You know, my kids are um, cheerleading. They're, one of them is playing soccer. I'm going to sign them both. They both want to play basketball, they said, this year. I'm going to coach Ooh, them. Oh, good. Um, Love to see that. And um, I think they're going to play baseball. I'm going to try to get into baseball. I'm going to try to coach baseball. So I'm actually coaching a youth sports team right now. It's football. I told them I wanted to do 11 to 14-year-olds. They're like, oh, too easy. I'm like, oh, well, we kind of need you at 8 to 10. I'm like, all right, cool. And they're like, ah, oh, well, that guy actually came back, so now we need it at 6 and 7. Never again. I love my team, but God, dog, you know. Uh, <laughs> I've been trying to get everybody lined up on the scrimmage, man. Yeah. So it's it's hard time. But, um, mm-hmm. um, but get your kids out. There's youth sports all over the place. I'm in the military. I'm coaching youth sports on base. But, like, get your kids out there. Sports, I promise, nine times out of ten, they're going to do better for them than they are going to do worse for them. So, um, anything else on sports and youth, guys? This podcast brought to you by YMCA Sports. <laughs> Get them down to the YMCA today. Yeah. Actually, um, I did play a lot of sports at YMCA. Um, that's where I learned to play. Um, you know what I liked playing at YMCA when I was a kid? Because uh, we, we used to get free membership being low income, was um, racquetball. Dude, I loved racquetball. I love racquetball. Man, of course, don't um, play I, without the goggles, though. I, I got, I was just oh. about to say, I learned real quick why you play with those <laughs> fucking goggles. Yeah. I think my dad did it on purpose. 
Because I told him I didn't need my goggles, and then about five hits later, I got hit in the eye and got a black eye from it. You learned. You learned. I did learn my lesson, but I don't know if I need to learn from my dad, but okay. You know, I think Uh, it's my purpose. He still still tells me it was an accident, but I don't know. Let's go wrestling, Steve-O. Come here, Jake. I played played tennis a little bit when I was a kid, too. My grandparents made me play tennis. That sport is is distracting. It is distracting. Why is it distracting? (laughs) Those little skirts. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you're a boy, it's all them little skirts, and they go, um, Oh, yeah, every time they hit them, oh, uh, uh, don't even listen to the, the dolls. But, some, but sometimes the men do it, and I don't like that part. Though. I think it's, I do <laughs> think it's bullshit that so- tennis and golf you have to be quiet, everybody has to be quiet. It's like they gotta have their competition. Like, no, man, basketball, everybody's cheering, going nuts, football. Like, man, yeah. you don't want to play golf excitement. with me and my friends when we're drinking because we're just a lot of shit. That's me. Yeah. Uh, bring air horns and shit to the game, and yeah. that's right. Yep. All right, Bogsy. Well, I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do the uh, the the lateral transfer over to you. I'm gonna do the the, the pass behind the the back. No oh, hell yeah! I caught it. Pass it off to right you. Right over you here. It. And so boom, boom, boom. I'm going down the court. I'm seeing the open lane. Yeah, I'm ready, ready to you take it in. tonight. What you got? Uh, well, guys, you know, as always, this is our 15th episode, and we all do want to thank you guys. This all, like I said, we always started out with. Three guys just wanted to talk, and we figured, you know what? Some of the times we talk about, it might be able to be a little bit helpful and insightful. And uh, so if we have brought any light to your day or you you feel like anybody could learn from it or you just liked it, please like us, follow us, go on Facebook. Uh, Three Minute Baby Mike is on Facebook, and uh, we're on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts or Apple Music and all that kind of stuff. So And on Amazon. And on Amazon, Amazon, yeah, Amazon yes. Spotify, Apple, and our regular website, Alitude.com. Alitude, yes. Slash three men and a baby mic. We will have a fundraiser for LJ to so he can get rid of his boxers and go back to briefs if that's what he that's needs right. to do. So, right. Oh, yeah. I got rid of those loose boxers <laughs> a long time ago. Dude, I have to have boxers. I love them. Anyway. So with so that, with that being rhythm, said, man, you gotta have the rhythm. You know, we didn't start out with a fun fact. It was a fact. It was a good fact. So let's make Hater. this a little bit. You know what? I, you know what? That that is. That I'm is, gonna give him who shit. Are you? I'm gonna give him now, shit. Now I'm agree with you. I didn't think it was very fun either, but it was a fact. It wasn't. But you know, mine what? wasn't. That fun. was his fun fact, and he it's loved a it. Doesn't joke. matter. That's the whole thing. Why do we call just, it fun fact though? When we just say fact of the day, who who set that up? You know what? Why do we call it? Well, I I kind of did, but like, I think you did. Yeah, I yeah. thought my idea yeah. wasn't for it to be fun. You like why they call it shotgun and why they call it a club sandwich, but. Um, there you go. Really it is still yeah. fun, yeah. interesting, and fun facts. There we it's go. Fun to get educated. So yeah. LJ, don't fuck it up next time. LJ, no, you're, LJ you're, that. you're good. Shut Come up, on. dude. Come on. Come on. I see. I can't oh, do God. it. God damn it. <laughs> Mine is the old bitches. All right. So, uh, with that being said, let me end it with a good dad joke. You guys ready? Lay on, brother. All right. What does a robot do after sex? Get lubricated? No, that's during sex. Yeah, after sex. sex. Get oil change. He wipes nope. his memory. He nuts and bolts. Uh. <laughs> Come on! I've Come heard on. it. It's just been a while. That's a good one. Yeah. Come on, see. That's I feel, like, I feel like robots today are just like all rivets and shit. And like, hey, well, they still got nuts, nuts and bolts in there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was good, dude. On, and it guys. was sexual, but tasteful. Still. But still tasteful, right? Yeah. Some so of the kids was, might go. Mine was or wasn't tasteful last time. Well, oh, I don't it was tasteful, yours. but I'm just talking about 
two weeks Wait. ago, I wanted to do my dirty joke, but my aunt was listening, so I decided. Yeah, yeah. no, no, you, 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 yeah, you pulled pretty dirty though. Yeah. I got a save for you guys. I got it. Don't oh, worry. You better. Just, yeah, you better. As long as his aunt's not listening, which just, is always gonna be the case. <laughs> yeah. Oh hey, man. Uh, so, but that was sexual yet funny. Uh, well, you know what? Thinking of all the sexual and funny jokes, you know what? I do want to ask LJ one question. Oh, what does man. he do? What does he do every day? I celebrate every day. There you go. Oh, I was like, what? I was like, who's your daddy? What does he do? Hey, uh, stay positive, my friends. Absolutely. Live it up and level up every day, guys. And that's it for three men and baby Mike. Bye. Bye. Come on. Come on.